Welcome to Improve with Stephanie, a thought-provoking podcast about business improvement strategy, leadership, and innovative technology. Improve with Stephanie will interview CEOs, CFOs, thought leaders, and innovators. Stephanie, CEO of Nelson Legacy Enterprises International, is our host. She is crazy passionate about business and the evolution of people. Thank you for joining. Now let's listen in. And now, this week's sponsor. The Virtual Paragon Company is a business support service that helps organizations grow and scale through social media marketing, design, content creation, automation, sales funnels, and platform setup for digital products. The Virtual Paragon offers a commitment to achieve competitive results online. Content creators accomplish results such as exponential email list growth, increased digital product sales, coupled with an amazing virtual customer experience that explodes your brand's customer base. For detailed information about the Virtual Paragon company, please visit www.thevirtualparagon.com. The Improvement Award highlights local, regional, national, or international organizations that are excellently innovative, improving the lives of people and communities. If you are interested in receiving the Improvement Highlight Award on the Improve with Stephanie podcast, please email info at nelsonlegacyenterprises.com. This week's Improvement Highlight Award recipient is... Modella Africa is a U.S.-based nonprofit organization founded by Adejawan and Jurin in 2018. The purpose of Modella Africa is to rewrite the African narrative in America and create a bridge between African Americans and Africa, restoring ancestral pride while creating a cultural renaissance among African Americans. Modella Africa's mission is to create a platform of engagement through their Afro Convos, a dialogue platform between African immigrants, African Americans, and Afro Caribbeans on issues, common experiences, and challenges. To learn more about Modella Africa, please visit www.modele-africa.com. Let's welcome today's guest. Brenda Lopez has been with the Texas Army National Guard Education and Incentives Department since July of 2018. As a senior manager, she oversees both the education and incentive teams comprising 20 employees. Brenda's main priority is to focus on performance and process improvement, while her team focuses on customer service. Brenda completed her MA in Organizational Management from Ashford University, an MBA in General Studies from West Texas A&M University. She graduated from Grantham University with BS in Homeland Security with a concentration in Project Management. Brenda is a certified Lean Six Sigma Black Belt and Business Process Reengineering Specialist. Thank you, Brenda, for being with me today. So I'm just going to get right into it, right? Um, This is the question I ask every guest on the podcast. What lights your fire? All right. Um, Thank you for having me, first of all. 
Um, but to answer your question, I think uh, knowledge and improvement for me, um, you know, be willing to learn and take the next steps to improve and become better every day. I think that's what, what lights my fire, learning new things, you know? Yeah, I think that's amazing. I mean, because learning new things always brings the unexpected opportunity. Exactly. So what would you say guided your career and business decisions? Well, you know, um, I'm in the military. I'm in the process of retiring. Um, But uh, being in the process improvement, you know, continuous process improvement area, um, started um, probably about 10 years ago when I was placed in a different position and pretty much um, I was told what to do. Um, and they gave me a project and that project was to write about the key processes for the organization and um, the things that we did to improve them and become better, to have better you know, outcomes. Um, so we started um, that project and uh, we implemented the Baldrige, uh, Malcolm Baldrige uh, framework for performance excellence. Um, and we called it Army Communities of Excellence. So we adopted the model and um, pretty much I was, I was managing the project and I did that for about seven years. Um, and that pretty much got me into it. And um, then I went ahead and uh, got my MBA and um, going for healthcare, you know, because healthcare is a, it's, you know, it needs improvement constantly. Um, So yeah, that pretty much guided my, my decision to be in the CPI world. Can you tell me a little bit about the Baldridge um, framework? Yes. The Baldridge framework. Can you break that down a little bit for us to make sure that I think like regular people can kind of understand? I mean, I know that um, project managers may understand it or MCPI Mm -hmm. professionals will understand it, but let's just say a regular person coming off the street or a person who's interested in continuous improvement could, you know, benefit from an explanation. Yes, so um, the Malcolm Baldrige um, National Quality Award, it's a presidential award and it pretty much advocates for um, process improvement and the benefits of it. Um, There's so many organizations, regardless of size, that can implement the excellence framework and apply for the award. Um, it pretty much um, breaks it down into seven different categories. And, um, you know, it looks at your leadership, your strategy, your customers, knowledge management, workforce, operations, and performance measures. Um, it identifies the key uh, processes for the organization um, and analyzes, you know, the step-by-step process used um, and the evaluation of the processes in order to have a better outcome. Um, so, like I said, any organization can apply for the award. Um, there's, you know, different steps that you have to follow um, to apply for it. But it's pretty much a, a um, it promotes continuous improvement. Um, the approach is, it's very easy to follow. There's a criteria that, um, that you have to follow in order to, you know, to um, describe your key processes. Wow. So, it's, there's seven areas all of which actually should be a part of how you build any business model, right? Leadership, customers. Um, So it's basically a comprehensive review of how you operate as a company. Correct. Um, You know, using the excellence framework, you know, um, the organizations um, that, you know, 
follows model, they will be able to analyze and highlight their strengths and their key processes, and then find ways to continuously improve in all, in all the areas in the different departments. You know, like I said, you know, improvements do not occur overnight. And, you know, it's a, they're rather the result of a systematic process evaluations and, and commitment to quality and excellence. And by adopting this framework, I think, you know, organizations will be able to achieve that. And so what do you think about, I mean, frankly, continuous improvement um, in terms of what's happening today, right? How important is continuous improvement and what value do companies gain as a result of, of implementing continuous improvement methods? I think, uh, you know, businesses, um, the business environment is constantly changing, especially right now. And, you know, by having a framework, you know, they will be able to uh, describe, you know, their key processes, you know, and identified, you know, the key processes that, you know, will achieve the, the desired outcome. You know, every, every different, um, every organization has different outcomes, you know, that they want to achieve. And the, implementation of the model will be able to help them identify those items um, and link link them to their their goals you know you have your strategic plan you know you have your vision your mission your values you know but if you don't have the linkage to the key processes that will help you achieve that mission and your and your vision you know then you know that's where the the model will help you or will help the organization can you give me an example of a key process so, for example, you know, like um, one of the simple, simple process that I usually um, describe as, a, as an example, it's, you know, when you come in into, um, let's say, a hospital, um, I'm a patient, I'm coming in and, you know, I'm in the emergency room and I'm just waiting there for hours. You know, um, one of the key processes that you want is to identify, you know, how long does it take to see the patients, give them their diagnosis or do the lab work and then, you know, send them back and, and you know, get them through, through the, the ER. Um, sometimes, you know, people will be waiting there forever, you know, they will be waiting for hours, you know, um, and, you know, you, you're able to measure, you know, that specific process because that leads to customer satisfaction or patient satisfaction. Um, so that's, you know, one example, how long does it take you to see the patient, give them the diagnosis and send them out? Um, you know, the more that, that you do this process, you know, the, the better, um, the better the, the, the um, hospital will do, you know, with patients and, and their satisfaction. And even how many patients can be seen in a day, which impacts their bottom line, right? You know what I mean? So essentially, the more you monitor how well and how how much time it takes you can do your projections on how many patients will be seen i mean or at least the capacity for the hospital to handle those patients um so i think for me you know i i completely agree with what you're suggesting that those are paramount activities and processes mm-hmm. that need to be measured so that you can determine long-term success. I mean, would you agree? Yes, I, I completely agree with you. There's, um, you know, there's different things that you can implement. I mean, there's different tools, um, but it's very important to have a, a framework that, you know, leaders can follow and also, you know, the people that are working the processes um, so that they can, you know, they can all, 
achieve the same goal. Um, so the alignment, you know, the, the alignment with, with a specific framework, whether, or even, even a, a different tool, you know, you have a CPI, you have, you know, Six Sigma, then you have, you know, the Malcolm Aldrich framework, and there's other, other tools that you can use, but it's very important for organizations to have some type of tool that will help them evaluate, um, first, you know, identify the key processes, evaluate them, and then continuously improve them so that they can achieve a higher performance um, level of performance so the tools really are important i find that people don't understand the value of picking the right tool based on the culture and climate of your particular organization um because even before you select a tool there needs to be an assessment of how you conduct your business what would be a recommendation you would give people um to examine what would you say they should examine first a company should examine first before picking a tool i think from my experience um you know working with the malcolm baldridge framework um you know one of the things that, that you have to do is it's describe your organization it's an organizational profile and um, the organization has to describe their their mission, their vision, their values, um, their strategic advantages and and um, challenges. Um, you know, describing the workforce, the customers, um, suppliers. I think that's very important to to know exactly um, you know the type of products that you're um, given to the customers and identifying some of your key work processes. Um, I think, you know, once you have those defined, then you can um, evaluate, you know, what kind of tool will be better um, to use based on your key processes. So if you have a deficiency on a certain thing, um, I think you can, you know, do a quick assessment, you know, um, it's a quick win, or you can, you know, do a project, you know, with, you know, Six Sigma. Um, but, you know, it's just having, having the, the specifics of the organization helps a lot, you know, and you can actually determine, okay, well, I need um, assistance in this type of process, um, or, you know, I need to implement a project, you know, with, you know, Lean Six Sigma and the different steps that, you know, you follow for, you know, for achievement and, um, so I think it depends on what you're trying to measure. Um, it, that's what's going to determine, you know, what type of tool you can use um, for improvement. I actually really agree with that. So um, I'm going to shift a little and ask you, um, when I say it starts with leadership, what comes to your mind? I think, um, you know, when it comes to leadership, you know, and mentor or share your knowledge with others, um, you also have to be, as a leader, you have to be open-minded to new ideas because if you, if you are not um, open to other ideas, I think it stops the creativity and the innovation within the workforce. Um, so be open-minded um, and also be willing to learn from others because everyone has um, something to contribute to the team and to the organization. I mean spot on, right? Because one of the things that I really believe in is that the leader determines the environment for creativity, which is innovation, right? You can't innovate where there's no opportunity for employees or team members to express themselves. 
um, and express themselves, meaning they have to feel like they own a piece of what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So I think it's important that, um, that, that, that open-mindedness really be set up in the culture of your organization to make sure that um, you really do get to innovation because ultimately innovation is one of those things where it makes you, the company specifically unique um, because everybody's chasing that uniqueness, right? Well, you can't chase what you don't foster, right? <laughs> in, in your organization. So I totally, totally agree with that. Who would you say are your industry influencers um, and or mentors? Um, well, you know, I have a couple of different people that I look up to. Um, as far as organizations, I really don't have a specific one. Um, but I do have, you know, mentors. Um, you know, it, one of the um, mentors that I had in my career, um, she's um, also in the military. And the reason why I picked her as a mentor is because she has a leadership style where, you know, she um, listens to others. She grows them and mentors them and, and you know, really challenges um, her subordinates or, or the people that are working under her. Um, and I like that um, because, you know, that, that's, that gives you the opportunity to contribute to the team, to also challenge yourself and, and you know, improve yourself and learn new things and become better. Um, I think when, when you don't allow, you know, that to your, to your employees, you know, you don't get anything out of them. You know, it's the productivity, you know, stops or declines. So when you allow them to, you know, to learn and grow and, and share their, their ideas, I think that's when productivity increases. And so I'd see her as my mentor um, because she allowed me to do the same I just described. Um, I was challenged all the time. Um, I was able to learn new things with her and, and learn from her. Um, and now we're both retiring at the same time. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Um, so when we talk about assessments from a healthcare or even from the military perspective, what does that, what does that look like? Well, um, you know, we implemented the, uh, the framework and it's really, you know, I think for me um, personally, I think there's sickness. And I think uh, once you're in the process improvement journey, you know, you have to understand the commitment of it. Um, you know, all the senior leaders and managers and the staff, they, they have to understand the commitment and the hours and the hard work that it takes to describe each of the key processes. And also, um, you know, allow the process owners to share their experience um, doing this because the process owners are the ones that are having the struggles that are having to, you know, come up with new, new ways to, to improve, you know, so understanding that commitment is, it's very critical. Um, also, you have to be able to select and identify your key players. Um, and it's mainly because every department, you know, has different processes. Um, so, you know, identifying like your point of contact or the the designated person for that specific process, you know, there will be the ones that will be able to uh, 
describe the key process and the steps and provide relevant data that will help, you know, with the process improvement. Um, also, I think, you know, training your key players and what, you know, what a process is, because a lot of people don't know, you know, what a process is, you know, you have to be able to understand that, you know, there are specific tasks that are ordered, you know, and that happen in, in, a, in a systematic way. Um, and also, you know, training them and understanding, you know, how the process will be mapped. Um, also understanding the linkage between the process and you know the the achievement of the mission and the goals of the organization strategy is very important um gathering the right information that's for sure a, a very critical because you can collect a lot of data but it doesn't lead you anywhere um so gathering the right information um from the process you know that that's critical to the organization's um, improvement and, and strategy, it's, it's very important as well. Um, should be um, eliminating unnecessary data. That's, um, that will help you, you know, not only align, you know, the key process and the outcomes, you know, but also reduce some of the waste. Um, you know, and, and people should be able to, you know, should be willing to get started and and keep improving and understanding the purpose of assessments um you know because it only makes their job easier and also it helps the organization achieve um, a higher level of performance and of course you know keep improving and sharing you know the best practices among others you know so that there's an environment of learning and creativity Totally um, agree with that. And that whole concept of creating the environment of transformation is really important, right? Because um, the whole, one of the main purposes of improvement is to achieve innovation and transformation. Um, but to get mm -hmm. there um, in the most streamlined way possible um, so that you're not wasting the money, et cetera. So I totally agree with what you're saying. So let me ask you, um, you're getting ready to retire. What is like your passion yeah. project? What are you going to do? What's next? <laughs> so actually I have a, um, an internship through the military with uh, United Health under WellMed. Um, and I will be joining the CPI team, the Continuous Process Improvement Team. Um, they work on different projects and um, pretty much, you know, assess the organization's key processes and, and trying to improve them, you know, trying to um, improve those critical areas, you know, within the organization. So um, that's really my passion. I also serve as an um, examiner. I'm a senior examiner for, you know, the Malcolm Baldrige Award. And I'll probably continue to do that um, because, you know, like I said, you know, I, I, I'm I like to learn new things and improve myself and improve my knowledge about this area so that I can become better and I can support the organization's intent of, you know, processing. So um, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do and, and hopefully, you know, um, get certified and, you know, as a project manager um, and maybe learn more about the healthcare industry. You know, since I'm retiring from the military and I have no experience other than conducting assessments for healthcare, um, you know, I, I want to to learn more about the industry and and 
what they measure and their key processes and, and obviously, you know, support them and try to implement new ways to, to, um, to conduct business so that they can, you know, improve and provide a better custom um, satisfaction. That customer satisfaction piece is important because most organizations or most people walk away from an organization with a feeling, not necessarily a tangible result. You understand? So their experience drives whether or not they engage. Like for instance, I may say United Health is amazing because when, in fact, they, they are amazing because when I was pregnant with my son, I had him and um, United Healthcare was my service was my insurance and they covered everything i mean it was an amazing experience most people have some bill when they leave the hospital i had none so it was an amazing experience so therefore i have a positive rating for united healthcare right but mm -hmm. i don't necessarily remember their processes i don't remember anything like i don't remember how how they rank i don't remember any of that what i remember is my personal experience so that customer satisfaction piece is paramount in improvement. I think people underestimate user experience big time. Um, I was just talking about how I made this ma major mega mistake years back when we didn't, we overlooked uh, a problem that we were solving, that we needed to solve. We weren't solving it um, in a timely manner and how it costs us the basically the entire project which had everything to do with customer experience it cost us the entire project like it literally an, an enhancement that should have resulted in a like a huge multi-million dollar return yielded nothing oh my god it was crazy yeah, i think you know yeah i think you know customer experience you know gives you a lot of information about how to improve your business, mm -hmm. um, you know, because it not only like, you know, it gives you the ability to understand what the customer is looking for, but also, you know, areas where you can improve um, and the level of engagement that the customer will have with, you know, your organization. Um, and so I think measuring customer satisfaction you know, an engagement is very important, you know, for every organization to do because you can have the best product, but if the customer is not, you know, engaging and it's not satisfied, then, you know, your process is failing and your product is not going to sell. So, you know, like, you know, like you said, with, with, you know, healthcare, you know, I think that, you know, your experience, you know, will be shared with others and others will be able to engage as well and use the same insurance and, and so on. So, you know, the experience that you have um, with specific products or services, you know, it's what's going to drive um, excellence and improvements, you know, from the company side. I mean, that that is spot on because <laughs> the moment you ignore it, <laughs> you know, the, mo the moment that you're not paying attention to that, you, you lose um, and you lose your position in the marketplace, you're, you know, because yeah. uh, people who are constantly measuring customer satisfaction and customer success, it's not easy either. It's no. not easy at all. It's not easy to, mm -hmm. to measure customer, to, to, it's not easy to to measure or put metrics in place based on feelings because they change they're so complex but i'm telling mm -hmm. you the moment you're able to capture that information and knowledge about how people are having those experiences um 
it's a, it's a game changer for most businesses. So if I had to wrap things up, what would you say would be the three things that you would make sure people understood about how important assessments are in improving your business? I thought, I think, you know, um, applying a, a framework, I, I think, uh, once you have a framework, like I said before, you know, that will help you identify your strengths and your weaknesses and, and your challenges that you have within the industry. Um, so the framework will really help, um, you know, positioning the company at a certain level. And then also understanding the commitment, you know, um, I think it starts with leadership. Um, you know, if you have leadership buy-in, then I think it will make a lot of things, you know, a lot of things easier for, for process owners and for you know, your, your team, um, you know, so commitment is, you know, from leadership is very important as well as the commitment from your team, you know, and also I, I think, you know, sharing best practices, you know, help a lot, you know, you have to celebrate those wins and you have to share, you know, it's, it, it's um, beneficial, you know, to share your, your practices so that others, you know, can follow, you know, the, the same um, guidance, you know, and, and improve um, because it helps, it helps everybody. Everybody, so, you know, everybody's vision. So why not sharing best practices and, and working together, you know, to achieve higher levels of performance. So those are the three things that I, you know, that I, I think, um, you know, every company should understand, you know, um, applying a framework, um, understanding their commitment and sharing best practices. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us and our community. Thank you very, very much. It was an amazing experience. And thank you for all of this knowledge. And I hope that people will be able to take some information away and really be able to use it um, not only in their, either in, in their small business, but in their departments, right? In their, in the different departments Correct. inside corporations, et cetera. It would just be, it's just good. So thank you so much for sharing. Oh, no, thank you. It was, it was my pleasure. It was, thank you for having me and uh, as, a, as a guest. Thank you for listening. Join us weekly for high impact episodes to help you grow, scale, and innovate your company. Find us online at nelsonlegacyenterprises.com.